When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This week on The Bachelor, Matt meets the girls for the first time. Will he make them pray during every cocktail party? Then, Katie shows up with a dildo. Will she take it all the way to the fantasy suites? Plus, Queen Victoria came in hot. What cringy thing will she do next? All that and more. It's the most dramatic premiere episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I'm Pat Carrie Bradshaw. And we have a very special guest. We have Jared Freed live screams here on The Bachelor today. It's so good to be here with you both. Um, I, I think how ex- I'm just excited. It's so nice that we didn't we had one week off and then it was like, I, you know what? I'd really like The Bachelor to be on. And then it was there. It, it just thank you. Like it gave us all a little bit of something to take our minds off of the worst Monday of the year and probably of the decade, considering it's <laughs> the the pan, it's the first Monday after the new year during a global pandemic. So I, I think it helped us all mentally, right? Yeah, I mean, it was the first Monday of um, twenty twenty one that everybody thought was going to like save their psyche. <laughs> so I also felt the same way, where I was like, "Oh my god, we only have a week off of the Bachelor," and then that week I was like, "What? What is there to do?" Thank I thought, God we yeah. only have a week off of The Bachelor <laughs> because I have literally nothing else to do. I can't think about work right now. Um, that's the truly the only reason Mondays are okay is knowing that I can get drunk on a Monday night. Abs- <laughs> absolutely. And just like, you know, the excitement of it all. Like, it felt like everyone felt that way. It felt like everyone was just like yeah. thankful. Like, I, it, I, I think of like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette as like a professional sports league. Like, I think of it in the same way I think of like the NFL. And I'm like... Like when the NFL comes back on, it feels like I put on like a cool comforter. Like I'm like, ah, I feel the (laughs) same way when The Bachelor's on. Like I feel like, oh, okay, good. Limo night. Perfect. I'm going to see someone walk out with a vibrator. Perfect. Oh, finally. You know? Yeah. Everything just fit right. Like it was winter. Usually I'm like, if I had to see the La Quinta Inn in Suites again, I was going to like (laughs) fall back into a depression. But then they yeah. gave us like the literal castle from like the princess switch. So I was <laughs> the literal totally. castle. It um, was before... it was like going into a Hallmark movie about the bachelor. Like it was. Yes. Yes. It, it, was. it, it, was. it, it really you, you couldn't be more right. It just fit everything. You wanted to cuddle up and have a glass of red wine. It, <laughs> it, it made sense for red wine. Yes. It made sense for red wine. Um, before we get started, make sure you guys are following us at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. We're live tweeting every week, all the time, giving you all the news that's happening in Bachelor Nation. Um, and make sure to follow Jared Freed at Jared Freed on Instagram, correct? That's right. That's where I do my screaming um, at The Bachelor. And, uh, you know, it's I've become I'm just like. I'm just fascinated with the whole universe. It's great to be here. Thank you both for having <laughs> You're me. You're our favorite, um, like, bro that watches The Bachelor. He writes all of our um, bros breakdowns, recaps. He writes those, and then he obviously watches it every night. You got to check out his stuff. Live screaming. It's so funny. It really Thank is you. so funny. My roommates, who I um, actually moved in with here in California, they had already seen your stuff before, and they're like, oh, my God, he's coming on your podcast tomorrow. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, yeah so cool. you are... Known. Um, so let's like kind of dive into it. You know, the first night's usually 
not super exciting because um you know we're just getting to know the girls we don't really know anybody's names i'm like literally trying to like is her name gonna show up again because i'm actually not sure if i'm gonna be able to say like oh yeah the girl that was like on point shoes they whoever don't that was. they don't leave up the, the bottom screen with the name up long enough long at enough. all that should be for the first four episodes every time they're on the screen we should get the names yeah and I, I'm and there are moments people, especially when I'm yelling at the show, I'm trying to do it in real time. People will be like, like, like there was uh, a Alenia and Elena or whatever, and oh, I'm yeah, like Elena, and, and I'm like, and then someone, th- what annoys me is someone will be like, it's Elena, and I'm like, you just met these people too. <laughs> oh, okay. people, people really do get upset, and I'm like, there's a Serena A, Serena B, Serena two. There's <laughs> like five Laurens every season. 14 hannah's like how it's, yeah i it's hard I, to keep up yeah and, and also i like to be remembered uh, i like to be reminded what they do for a living yes i like yes. to know what they do for a living but it's it's hard because i truly don't think i'm really looking at their names until um you know maybe three or four episodes in i really don't pay attention i don't care about the girls who go home because they're irrelevant you're not getting followers that's it <laughs> Sure. I, I mean, they kind of assume characters on the first episode. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens on The Bachelorette. We had straight jacket guy. Like, for the rest of the mm-hmm. season, <laughs> I th- I thought I legitimately thought Zach C was straight jacket guy until, like, mid-season. And, and then I was like, oh, that was a different person. Like, you know, like, they, mm-hmm. they you know, and from last night, we have, we have a number of characters. Like, we, you know, it's like we have the, you know, Obviously, the vibrator woman, Katie, the vibrator, which had so much airtime. Can we talk about how much airtime that vibrator was? That show was about her. (laughs) It was about her and Victoria. I think it really. They kept um, going back and forth to the to the vibrator, which we didn't even get to see. They had to blur out. We live in a world where we can't even see a fake penis on screen. That that was interesting to me because considering that everyone knows, like, if you went up to like. Uh, like an, a 16 year old dude who watches the bachelor and you were like, Hey, what do you remember most? They'd be like, well, Hannah B fucked Peter four times in a windmill yeah. shaped hotel. Like, like we all know that storyline. Why is a vibrator any worse than fantasy suites? Like the ins- insinuation, you know, yeah. it's all, it's, it's very strange. Also the a funny story about that girl. Um, so her name is Katie and she DM'd me, uh, She's last the one. week. Mm-hmm. She, oh DM'd, she DM'd me last week and she goes, um, I have a confession. I actually um, applied for The Bachelor because of your Bachelor Nation Facebook group. And I was like, Amazing. shut up. And I had no idea that obviously we didn't know about the dildo or anything. <laughs> but then uh, she was I was like, well, I can't wait to like see you on the show. And man, did we see her on last night's show. I mean, that to me makes total sense. It makes total sense that someone would be a part of this show, part of this community, mm-hmm. and have like the because I liked Vibrator Katie by the Same. end of the show. Like I, I, I was a fan of hers. She was using it like one of those keys that people use to like press buttons press on the buttons. ATM. <laughs> You know, like which you was, can get you at know, shopbatches.com. Thank yeah, you. You can't get one. <laughs> yeah, you you guys should make a vibrator shaped one where it's we like should. just was a good idea. So I I mean, I liked her awareness that this is light. This is yeah. fun. If you remember the joke she made was legitimately like this is my best friend from the quarantine, which is hilarious. It's hilarious. She was super fun and like she like made the toast with it. And she even said, like, we have to make sure that we're like there might be drama, but let's have fun and like she do literally whatever. used it she used it to tap one girl on the shoulder and say, like, can I sneak in for a minute? Like Yeah. <laughs> and 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 then that woman got mad. And and like to me, Mari, I think her name is is yeah. like when she does the thing where she goes can you believe I was touched with a vibrator night? It's like, get over yourself. You're you're dating the you and thirty two other women are dating the same guy. So yeah. like, wh- what yeah. in this world is is okay? Who is, who makes the line between good and bad? But I I, I get ahead. I'm, I I think I'm getting ahead. I, I'm sorry. No, no, I totally hear you. Um, I let's talk about the um i know we talked about how everything felt right about where they are but um the location honestly is amazing so he lives on in a separate like house um like a mansion 
some sort of mansion. It looks like it's upstate, but I know it's in Pennsylvania. Yes. And they keep referring to the place that they're at by the name of the... Yes. And I'm like, stop saying it like it is the name of an exotic island. It is the hotel's name. You are in rural Pennsylvania. I don't understand why we can't just give Pennsylvania the props for like being beautiful in this moment. They're like, no one's going to believe this is Pennsylvania. We're going to call it by its... By like, its yeah, name, Nem- Nemacolon or Nemacolon? Because I, I actually, I went to Penn State, so I went and messaged a few friends to get some research because Lakinta became such a character mm-hmm. on The Bachelorette. Lakinta was like it was another character on the show. And oh yeah, Nemacolon, this resort in Pennsylvania. I was like, I gotta figure out what this is. It is a big deal. It is a nice place. It's da- I, I mean, I made fun of I was like, it's every girl's dream to get engaged down the street from a sheets. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's like and it's like they they, um, you know, from what I was told, this is a place that you would go to for a weekend with your beau, a weekend with someone yeah. that you're seeing a weekend for a uh, uh, like and also it would be a weekend that would be like an anniversary or something like that. And you could kind of see that. Like it is one of those places that it does look like Hallmark movie ish. It does look like it's out of, you know, the, the 12 dates of Christmas yes. type of thing. It's very um, like a rich person would rent the whole thing for their wedding. And then- well, speaking of that, um, there's actually facts about it. So Nima Cullen uh, has hosted presidents uh, Bush and Clinton G20 leaders and was a finalist for the Obama debate prep in 2008. So like presidents go here. Okay. Legit. And it's also, I mean, it does have the look of a place that would have, you know, those hotels that have outdoor scenes, but they're built indoors. Like there'd be a hallway that feels like a city street. Yeah, and it's like, wow, I'm on, I'm on Bourbon Street in the middle of Pennsylvania. Pass me yes. some beads. Like it, feel, <laughs> it has the feel of a place where like a 50 year old Karen would get loose. Like the main, <laughs> the main level of a, a cruise ship. It's like uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like the main street of that's. It's like the oasis of the right. seas. I wouldn't mind. So all the girls, they obviously everybody had to quarantine there for two weeks. And honestly, I don't think I would hate that. They all got their own rooms, which is probably this is way different than they're used to on the show. They're used to like sharing rooms and whatnot. But um, I think at the beginning, they all got they all have their own rooms because they were quarantined. I would not hate this. I would so much rather be there than where all of last season was filmed because it was so hot and everyone was so sweaty the whole time everyone and i'm like so sweaty. why <clears throat> these poor girls like caking on makeup only to have it eventually you know melt off of their face so i liked this move of getting a resort in pennsylvania i mean we're at the point in the quarantine pandemic or whatever we are in where how many people would would trade their high school bedroom for you know sleeping at the Nima Cola. you know like you right. know like how many people looked at that and they were like oh my god I you know like how how can I please put me in the woods away from my mom who keeps asking me what where my laundry is like it's like like I, I, go I anywhere yeah I, I think a lot of people I think a lot of us and I, I all you know I'm one of those people where I looked at it and I was like I, I would do anything <laughs> Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. 
Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, so let's talk about some of the girls, some of the entrances that we had in the limos. And there weren't a lot of like outrageous ones this year that have, uh, you know, sort of showed up. But, you know, you have the girl in the truck, Kayla, who came in the truck. Okay, let's talk about the truck, shall we? Because, (laughs) listen, that number one, that is not her truck. That is like a 1997 Ford F-150. But it was spotless mint condition and i'm like nobody's yeah. driven this this is like off of some jay leno lot somewhere i actually it was said a that. gorgeous truck it was gorgeous like it, it had it did look like it was drawn today like it was it was glittering you know yeah i said to my roommates i was like oh this girl's coming in a truck i feel like that's strange and my roommate was like no that is a really fucking nice truck like this yeah. is not some like uh dingy pickup truck like but this- she was and she was acting like like, because they were both from um, North Carolina, that they both, like, grew up in the mud. Like, she was, like, oh, when then they were doing the sweet tea shots, and she kept on being, like, like talking about how wholesome things were because of North Carolina. And I'm, like, he drove a G-Wagon in here. Like, yeah, like, he drove <laughs> up in a G-Wagon. Let's not get it twisted. This is, yeah, yeah I found that whole... Uh, thing they they did act like they grew up next to the creek in mayberry yeah a little bit i I, from raleigh (laughs) yeah i've been to raleigh beautiful town college town like i but i i will say she did the the thing she did correctly i think in the 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 as far as the game is concerned she went straight up like because we're saying like it's hard to remember people Mm -hmm. so she's like i'm your hometown girl we have immediate connect. I have to make a connection with this guy as yeah. soon as possible. So let me talk about. Yeah, I drive a stick shift, and I'm uh, driving the truck in North Carolina here. And it's like, it, 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 I, I would assume because I've heard interviews where Chris Harrison's like, yeah, we have to remind people of names when they're even giving out roses on the first night. Yeah. So like, you, like I like if that were me, I'd be like, yeah, hometown, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> right. I remember. Remember um, that season where I forget who the bachelor was. It was like years ago, but he called someone. And then after the rose ceremony, he was like, I thought that she was someone else. And then they had to go back no. and he had to be like, I'm so sorry. This is so awkward. But I thought that Kayla was that girl. That would be my worst nightmare as the bachelor. And one of the things, so I watched this, um, this pre-show uh, that like ABC sent like a little link for it. And he, and Chris Harrison was telling us that, you know, Matt doesn't know how this works. So like, you know, they would get ready to go into the rose ceremony and um, Matt would be like, wait, like you guys have, like, I've never given out roses before. I've never really been a part of this process. And they had to like really explain things to him. And they're just trying to like go from scene to scene and he doesn't know. Well, that's something that I was kind of wondering what you guys thought about this because that to me was the most interesting part of the first episode. We were meeting Matt James as well as these contestants. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and, and it, it, I think it's interesting. You could tell he was nervous. Yeah. You could tell he wasn't exactly as energetic as I thought he was going to be. He, he wasn't really the... He kind of led a few moments, but... It really did feel like what you're saying. Like it felt like he didn't know what was going on and, no. and, and was a little bit like like even like they're walking away and he's like incredible. And it's like, yeah, she can I still know. hear you. Like I let know. her walk away. <laughs> they're, like, they're like 10 feet away and he goes, she's amazing. Wow. She's yeah. wearing that dress. It's like, OK, she's right here. Let like, her, yeah. I love confidence. Let her go. 
Um, (laughs) He also, yeah, yeah, I feel like he was obviously nervous. And it's all those girls plus like 250 production people. So you Mm -hmm. gotta be, I mean, he's like showing up to set not knowing anybody. And I feel like all the, like Nick Vial, who's been on the show like 116 times, it's like (laughs) returning. It's like starting a job on your first day and being The Bachelor. And yeah, and being the boss. And being the boss. I, 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 but I would thought it was very interesting. Like, I, I'm a big fan of watching the show, but I'm also a big fan of watching the audience. Mm -hmm. And with Matt James, we are all in love with this guy. Like, yeah. And and Kay, you know him. So I mm-hmm. I know him from Tyler C's friend. I know him from Instagram. And yeah. that's real and a and a few interviews. That's really and I'm not I'm the regular audience just like anybody else, but the audience has decided we love this guy. Yeah. And it's like I and, and listen, I'm on board for that. But it's funny that we gave shit to Claire Crawley <laughs> for doing the same thing with Dale. <laughs> like Dale, she was like, I fell in love with his Instagram, <laughs> and we were like, Yeah, bullshit. You guys talked before the show, and then Matt James shows up with one post of him running with the shirt off, and we're like, He's the best. <laughs> it was <laughs> no, was it's it- true, and I'm glad we're. I, I'm glad like everybody, we're all starting to learn more about him outside of the fact that he's Tyler's friend. You know, yeah. like I'm really glad that we're able to get to know him and like see what he's about because he. He, d- he does like charity work. Like he has a whole um, thing called ABC food tours where, you know, he works with kids. Like I think. Which does uh, make me wonder where the G wagon comes in, but I think the he's also like a commercial. He's also like a commercial realtor. So I bet he like does well. I mean, he lives in like this insane apartment in um, New York, like right downtown him and Tyler live together in this, like uh, it's like some crazy fancy apartment building it has like a bowling alley in it i want to talk to the doorman of that building because i bet yeah, right. the revolving door <laughs> in that apartment building uh the 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 the, the best of dms coming through the door uh-huh. oh my god hilarious <laughs> I, I i yeah i remember when tyler c came on to you up he mm-hmm. was talking about abc food tours and 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 it was seemed important to him and he was saying He's like, I'm saying to my buddy Matt's couch, like they're yeah. like very close. And like, you know, this whole I can't imagine what, you know, what went on in that apartment. And like, but it seemed like they were doing well together, like they were both were doing well. And this was a big part of their lives. Like, it seems nice. But I'm just my point is to say it's like we the audience is in love with Matt. You can tell. Mm-hmm. And, and we were just not on board with Claire for the same and her relationship for the same very similar way reasons and stuff. But I, I, I did want, I was excited to like meet him and see how he did. And I think he'll get used to it. It just, mm-hmm. it definitely felt tight. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was tight for sure. But I think some of the girls did, you know, a good job about trying to like loosen him up. Like you had Alana who got that first kiss with her spaghetti. That was brilliant. Honestly, that was I liked that one because <laughs> I would have done something like that. I'm like, I need to be the first person who kisses this guy. I want to have that. And so she came with the spaghetti and like, that was great. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, plus the lady in the tramp thing gives you a reason to do yeah. it where it's a little bit cheesy, yeah. but it gives you it kind of lets you off the hook. It's not like you grab the guy and you mm-hmm. stuck your tongue down his throat. You did a cutesy thing that could be more sexy and she kind of did that i'm with you i i like that i want to know what she like was she keeping one single piece of spaghetti in like a ziploc bag in like (laughs) where was it um she had a bowl oh i didn't even i i just saw the spaghetti i was honestly just the spaghetti just the kissing that's all that mattered but then you have kit who shows up in the bentley and um kit okay she number one 21 years old 21 she's cynthia raleigh's daughter so who's a huge fashion designer Hugh, listen it said in her thing that she grew up in the west village so like obviously that just screams like i'm from money rich um and yeah it makes total sense that she's cynthia raleigh's daughter who's like a very well-known designer well i have to respect kit because she didn't shy away from it 
No. It's not like she showed up. She Because I, I did this in the preview for Betches where I noticed the same thing as you guys. I noticed that, and, and Chris, the, the West Village thing spoke to me because I saw, you know, these bios are written by someone else, but they're translated from the person. So in her bio, it says she's a uh, born and bred New Yorker. Born and bred New Yorker is something that rich people say so that they don't have to say where in New York they actually live. Yeah. You know, because now you're just like, we're all the same in New York. Everyone who grew up in New York is exactly the same. No, you're not. And then it, because then it says they grew up in the heart of the West Village. I was like, okay, next to Tom Brady. Is that where you grew up? So, like, literally, uh, neighbors are Tom Brady and Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, exactly. So, when I, but, you know, so when I see the Born and Bred New Yorker, I'm like, is that the Bachelor producers writing that or is that her? And then she comes out of the she comes out of a Bentley wearing a dress that her mom designed. It's literally the dress I've been told is named after her. It's called like the kit. And <laughs> she looks like your grandmother's pillow. And she's sitting there and, and you go and she's going, I'm the princess. And she's kind of playing that part. So I kind of like, OK, with it. Like, I'm kind of okay with, like, it's in the same way that Bennett kind of owned the Harvard, I'm the, mm-hmm. you know, he I'm the elitist. Leaned into it. it. I'm hoping, and again, this could change, but it felt like Kit was leaning into it. It wasn't like Kit came out of the limo in jeans and a, uh, like, like, and like a big sweatshirt and was like, I live in Brooklyn. Like, no, 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 no. She, she yeah. was full on Bentley and full on, like, yeah, I'm a rich chick and I'm 21. She even said, she even said, the limo was giving me rideshare vibes. And that honestly not resonated. Honest, yeah, that is what I want from my rich people. Like yes. if, if I'm getting a 21-year-old entrepreneur who, when the list first was announced, <laughs> listed her as a socialite and then they changed it to fashion entrepreneur. That is, I like, I want to yeah. see that. I want to see like Vanderpump Rules girl like. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. She came into the show with a blue check mark. Yeah. yeah. She's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm, I, so I, right now I'm in the I respect Kit Lane, even though I'll make fun of her, I do respect that she's owning it. And, and because other people don't do that on this show, you, you find out all the time, like, oh, you're like, oh, that person is an SI swimsuit model. Like, you know, like you find yeah. out like later. Now, now, uh, what did you guys think about, like, uh, the queen, what's her name? Um, Victoria. Victoria. What did you guys think about her? Because she also came in, you know, with men carrying her. She was the last one in. She, I feel like she came in already hammered. Like this girl needed to be sedated from minute one. Yeah. I mean, I think it was Dana in our group chat was like, this woman is coked out of her brain. Out um, of her brain. And I, I was like, this is somebody that has taken a lot of Adderall in the limo. And washed it down with the rest. Or no, she wasn't in the limo. But then the men carrying her were also like obviously producers and like wearing their mask. And I want to know, like the producers that had to go to the lower level producers what and be interns, like, so- "What interns had to do this?" <laughs> Vic- Victoria, um, I think Victoria is a, is a tough watch for everyone who watches the show. Yeah, all of us, all of us get the douche chills running up our spine because Victoria, like we've all seen that woman at a party. Yeah. Wearing a tiara, makeup running, crying, yelling, telling you what up, bitches when she walks into the room. Like we've all seen this kind of storm walk into a bar or a party that we've been at. But also, all of us are worried about us being that person. Yeah. All of us have a little Victoria within us. So we see that, and we've woken up many mornings going, was I that guy last night? Was I that person last night? Oh, my God. Did I have a tiara on? Holy shit. Did I tell a woman? Like, like so I think like when you watch her on screen, she's enraging to people because it's like she's not just – someone that we know it's it's a little bit of like bit of us <laughs> I, I i yeah a little bit of us i hope I, I hope i don't act that way the most annoying thing victoria did and it really bothered me is listen you want to be victoria you want to be queen you want to make yourself like a character 
But there was another woman who didn't even talk to Matt James, and she right. was like, I didn't talk to him yet. And there's a whole scene where Victoria's going, talk to him, go, <laughs> go, just do it. Yeah. And go, literally, if I say literally again, you have to go. And you go, I got flashbacks to being like at bar mitzvahs growing up with someone going, just ask her to dance, just ask her to dance, just go, just go. And it's like, yep. you can't scream confidence at people. If you want to do this on your own, you want to be Victoria, the queen, the big mess, the big uh, I'm the bitch girl, fine. But don't yell at someone yeah. you know, into a corner to make them look like a, an idiot because you think, because you're so little confidence that you never show vulnerability and this person's like upset you know like yeah. that kind of upset 100 it's, it's victoria's it's victoria's beach and we're all just playing in the sand because even later when she's like talking to the other girls and she's like i want to talk to him again but like i already talked to him should i not like what would you do and i'm like what do you mean what would she do she's in the exact same the situation same as like, you, um, and she's not doing it like chris i think yeah. you said that she victoria like doesn't realize that the other girls are also contestants yeah I feel like she just does not understand that like these other What's women happening? are also there for and the we've same all reason met, she is. We've all met someone like that. Like we've all met someone that's like, Hey, uh, like, like that we're all like B B players in their, in their scripted romance <laughs> novel, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, one girl that stood out, uh, also, which obviously she ended up getting the first impression rose. It was Abigail who, um, is deaf. And she also has a sister that's deaf. Um, I, I really liked her. I thought she was super genuine. Um, you could tell that Matt was very comfortable around her. Uh, I liked Abigail a lot. I wasn't expecting a lot from her. And then, um, obviously she got that yeah. rose. I was a little I shocked. Love, uh, I love when the first impression rose goes to somebody that isn't a nightmare. Cause you know, like a lot of the times the first impression yes. rose goes to like the queen Victoria because mm-hmm. the, the bachelor is like, unaware of what's going on behind his back and so i liked that it wasn't that situation and he kissed her which was um different like i wasn't expecting him to lean in and kiss her because usually the girls were making the first move but he made that first move so i feel like he's definitely into her yeah yeah i think also the fact that like she was vulnerable from minute one like a lot of people with dating they they do the Queen Victoria like the least confident people do the the, the Queen Victoria thing when they go on dates. Mm-hmm. They tell you they they try to be like kind of run you over with personality. That girl Abigail goes, yeah, I got a I, I have a hearing implant. I was born deaf. It's great to meet you. I'm excited to be like she just like kind of oozed honesty. And, yeah. and, and that's in that situation, honest people are hard to come by because not just I if you've ever been like. Like, if you ever meet a producer, if you ever meet someone who does production on one of these shows, they're lying as much as the contestants. Yeah, yeah. So so (laughs) there are moments where they're like, hey, why don't you go over and talk to her? They're doing the Victoria thing. And you're like, hey, I'm a person. I can just talk to you. What would you like me to do? Like, who should I talk to? Uh And then you have this girl, Abigail, come over and she's like so sweet, so nice, immediately like letting you into her life. Which she kind of has to because mm-hmm. she she probably feels like this is, you know, I, I just have to let people know before, you know, uh, on this dating show. And it's like got to be refreshing. I, would, I, I, I was refreshed by it. Yeah, I agree. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. And then I, to be honest, I didn't really like none of the other girls like super stood out to me. I do like Brie. She was the one in that bright green dress. And she was talking about, I really liked how she was talking about how, you know, her mom um, is Persian and her dad was black. And so they have that sort of like thing in common because Matt mentioned that uh, to Chris at the beginning that he was nervous about this situation because he doesn't want to. Um, piss anybody off because there's a certain expectation for being the first black bachelor. And, um, you know, he doesn't want to piss off the black people and not pick a black girl and then piss off the white people and, you know, whatever. Um, so I really like that there are so many different, like so many diverse girls on here so that um, he can't go wrong. But well, <laughs> well, well, Kay, I, I think you're so I, I think that was the most interesting part of the whole show mm-hmm. is when he pulls Chris aside and he's like, I want to talk to you. It, and it was funny because he's like, the women are coming. He's like, yeah, they can wait. And Chris is like, yeah, yeah. fuck them. And then they yeah. go, like, like, I think fuck, we have another one of these. It's just going to like, I'm actually going to quit. <laughs> I feel like Chris has a crush on Matt as we all do. Like yeah. when he's talking to him, he's like, huh, like, don't choke me. Or like you could if you wanted to. I don't know. If you're into like, that. Whatever. I... <laughs> if you're into it, then like I'm also. But like if you're not, then I was joking. Like that's the vibe of Chris was like giddy all the time talking to Matt. And I was like, I would also be so. Yeah. And, and they had that talk and he does to when he it, it felt like he was warning the audience mm-hmm. because he, in that talk, he talks about the racial aspect, how he's like, he, he and, and it felt like he was like, that audience, if you think that I'm here to represent you, I don't, I might disappoint you. And if you think I represent you on this side, I might disappoint you here. And he was like, just calm down to everybody. And then he did the thing where he goes, he also went into that he might not be ready to settle down. Yeah. Mm. Letting and, us know and, from the beginning. He let the audience know, like, hey, and I think you get that. I My feeling is that that's part of being also Tyler C.'s friend. Mm-hmm. Tyler C. has never disappointed the audience, and now he lives like a king. Yeah. Like, Tyler C. never dumped anyone. He was the, you know, the, the, the one Hannah B. turned down. He's the good-looking guy that was ready to commit, and now he lives a life of of, like, he lives like one of the, like one of the Hunger Game people that won the Hunger Games, like he like just lives this fantastic lifestyle. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure he said to, to he said to he, I'm sure like Matt was like witness that, and he's like, okay, get ahead of it, get ahead of the narrative, and it felt like that was kind of happening. I also like the idea of not definitely expecting a um, proposal at the end. I feel like it's become so expected Overplayed. everything that happens. So I'm like. I mean, obviously, with the Claire stuff, like everything was different last season. But I do like the idea, and I feel like there's more honesty behind it when he's like, "I'm really into you, but I'm not ready to like get married after spending three weeks at a Pennsylvanian resort with you." And then imagine going back to your New York City apartment with Tyler C. engaged, and you're like, "Well, I have a fiance now, so I guess like, the party is over." Move out. Like- <laughs> Well, that was the thing from watching his Instagram. That didn't seem like a guy who was getting engaged anytime soon. His no. Instagram, nobody has been on more boys trips than Matt James. That guy has traveled. He has been to every like seaside bar and hung out and had a beer than that, that exists in this country, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I don't see him as the guy that's going to I know they show him like holding a ring at the end and like the previews and whatnot, but they also did that with um, Colton. They showed Colton holding a ring, but we know Colton never proposed to anybody. Yeah. So um, I remember them showing that in the preview and it was a whole thing. Uh, so I, I, I don't think, I don't see him as the type of guy that's going to get engaged at the end of this. Um, just cause I think 
he it seems like he has his head on his shoulders a little bit more than just like oh my gosh I'm famous now and I have all these girls and I can do whatever I want and I have a free ring I think that he's gonna make a decision like a real clear decision and you know maybe piss off some producers in the process yeah well imagine he he just like pulls like I don't actually like any of them and Matt James becomes like the (laughs) villain what happens because i feel like i've been on 30 dates and have not liked 30 guys like you know what i mean like what happens what's the opposite of that like also with the girls like what if you show up and you realize you don't like the guy like from the beginning well that that's kind of like a moment i mean to as far as like the last night's episode there was a moment where matt james goes to say hi to all the women and he goes um i i you you know usually they're like Hey, welcome to the show. He goes, I'd like us all to bow our heads for prayer. Oh, the yeah. Prayer. And, yes. And, and, and I, that would be a moment where I'd be like, hey, we're probably not going to get married. Um, oh, I, I, nice listen, meeting you. I, yeah, yeah. Like, I just couldn't believe, like, just like you're saying, like, how is there not one woman who's like, like, I would have been oh, like, and there, if, all of a sudden, if, there were so many that were like, oh my God, I'm also like so <laughs> religious now. Everybody, everybody yeah. is now a Christian. We are all uh, like, I, it, you the, know the, that the vibrator girl was doing the head, the shoulders, and the Holy Ghost with the vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they all found God in two seconds. You I know, know. That, that meme that's like, hey. How y'all doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that is me like sneaking back into the room like with After another drink from the prayer. Like, <laughs> hey. My body would have literally gone straight up into flames with all the alcohol that I've consumed. Like, <laughs> flammable. The second the prayer started, I'd be like, oh, this is... I can't even keep my eyes closed if I go to like someone's house to like eat dinner and they're like, yeah, we're going to do a little grace. I'm like, what? Are you crazy? <laughs> like, I, I, I just can't. It was that moment where you go, how did not one woman just go, hey, we're probably not the match. Yeah, like, it's OK. Like, it's not it's not a bad thing to pray. It's just that says everything about how you go through a lot of things in life. Did they uh-huh. find 30? Did they find 32 women? Who were like, and I go to church every Sunday and I pray before every sip of alcohol. We're all like, the I don't same know. religion and everything. That was I feel my like, question too. I was like, there's got to be like other religions. And we had that but, thing with Ivan, Ivan and Tasha, like it oh, wasn't yeah. going to work out because they're religious differences. And so uh, that was the other thing because it's, I guess, Tasha's very religious and um ivan like is not but i feel like they didn't talk about like we didn't hear zach talking about well i guess he did because well it kind of shows you that like some at the beginning with relationships just generally you go oh that'll work itself out and then Mm -hmm. it doesn't (laughs) you know like most times it doesn't doesn't yeah like oh oh he likes (laughs) oh he goes you know He's going to do grace before every meal. Yeah, that's just, that's cool. Good for him is at first. And then you get like seven months into it and you're like, wait a minute, you don't, you know, yeah, like, it's like, it's you, a fucking you, lean cuisine. Just shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those, it's very apt to real relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I mean, imagine you get through the whole bachelor and then like Matt James is the, person that like claps when the plane lands and like that's like <laughs> something that these people won't know until that da- way down until the line it happens. yeah and then and then you find out and then you're like is this a, we need, we're gonna have to compromise on this because you're either praying or you're clapping and it's one yeah, or the other you don't get both i just kept imagining the vibrator sitting there at the while during the prayer like shaking its head like what the hell's going <laughs> yeah. on here yeah, the regrets streaming through her body. <laughs> the Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. So we get to the rose ceremony. Um, I don't think we need to talk about the girls that went home because honestly, I don't know any of their names in there. It doesn't matter. 
<laughs> the, the, only- ba- the ballerina went home, yes. which was surprising. I was because- surprised about that. Yeah, she seemed like such a catch, but I, I mean, that's the thing. Like, she's a catch to me. Like, I, I don't, you know, like Mac mm-hmm. could have been like, it just didn't connect. You know, I get that. Yeah. Um, I really did. You guys see the scene? Um, I saw a bunch of people posting about this on um, Twitter, but Anna and Alana, so the girl who looked like Hannah B, and then the girl who brought the spaghetti, they both had on the exact same dress, and they were in the same frame during the rose ceremony. So you see these like red crosses going across their chest, and they both had the exact same dress on. Oh, the I producers did not must notice. have known and put well, that together. Well, I mean, not only did that happen, so I this is haunting me. This these two red dresses are haunting me. No. Because I yelled at the screen. He actually said what are their names? It's Anna, Anna and, Elena. and Alana. Alana. So he goes, Alana, and then Anna goes, <gasps> and it's right. on my Instagram. She goes to get up and then he goes, No, no, no Alana <laughs> behind you. She's and it's like, oh wait, she's direct. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> they basically do night at the Roxbury. They're like me, him, you, me, <laughs> me, you. And then Alana goes up there and then I didn't notice they were in the exact same dress. Like the I didn't notice the same dress. I, I probably have 3000 DMs being like, is that the same dress? Like people were freaking out. And it's like, do you what? How does that work? Like, I, like, Kay, is there a possibility that they go? Like, what do they do? I mean, I don't like a possibility of like how they got the same dress. Do they, I mean, they do, must... do you go change? Do you say like, hey, give Uh-oh. me the other dress that that girl, you know, brought with her? Like, I feel, I feel like, like if you're in that situation, you kind of just have to like lean into it, like make a joke about it with each other or like make a joke about it on screen. Because if you ignore it, then it's like then everybody's like talking about it. But if, if you I... just. If I walked into the like room and saw that there was someone else, I would like, you know, sneak back and change. But if it's their like entrance or whatever, I feel like they don't even know like where their rooms might be yet and stuff. I don't know. I feel like that was very rude of the producers. Yeah, I think you're stuck. You got to own it. Yeah. But also like, Kay, what you're saying is is like, she might have said, Lay, lay they, they might have stood next to each other and laughed about it. Yeah. But they're never going to, that's never going to be put in the, yeah. in the, in like the final cut. Like, of that's course. never going to make it. Of course. And, um, I don't know. And then you, or you could just show up like the girl who had no clothes on and have Matt pick your dress out for you. The confidence <laughs> that that girl had, I was like, I, that's could, a confidence I'll never know. I'll never know. Well, especially to walk around with an open robe. If I walked around with an open robe, I would look like Tony Soprano. Like just totally stomach hanging out. You know, it's just like she open robe walk around. That is a level of confidence. I, I can't yeah. even. And then the unattainable. Other thing is unattainable. And also asking what she should wear. I've been in that situation with my girlfriend. That is a lose lose. Like you can't. Everything you like, anytime she, my girlfriend's like, what should I wear? I go, yeah, those jeans. And she'll go, well, what about the pants? Yeah. I'll be like, the pants are good too. <laughs> well, do you like them better than the jeans? I, I, and I'm like, knows what she wants to wear. Yeah. Yeah. And she, and she wants you to say it. Yeah. <laughs> they I, already know what they want to wear. They're just giving you the option to get the correct answer. It's a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have fun reading my brain. You're reading my mind. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's just awful. <laughs> If we're asking you, we already know, and so you better get it fucking right because we're just going to go with whatever we wanted to wear in the first place anyways. Yeah, absolutely. I, I felt for Matt James in that situation. Um, I'm really excited for uh, this season, though. It was. Uh, it seems like there's going to be a lot of drama. Um, it seems like they bring more girls on. Yeah. I think they bring more girls, which is interesting. Like, I don't know why we needed to bring more girls. That's what, at least that's what the preview was showing, that they were bringing more girls back. I feel like it's a guaranteed, like, (laughs) added drama bonus to bring in some randos a couple of weeks in. Because then it's like, and those girls, God help them. I mean. Well, I don't know if it's randos because I, um, I like. I think that one girl is not. Who's that one girl that's been on? um, Heather. So they bring Heather back uh, from. Colton season. She was the girl that had never been kissed. Never been kissed. 
Yes, I remember mm-hmm. this. She person. comes back, but then also there's a few other girls, and I was looking at them, and they were from the list of girls that they had first announced when Matt's season came out, and then they had another like new list. It's sort of like Claire's. Hmm. Oh, if weird. I was if I was Matt, I would be so mad if they were like, "Yeah, we're bringing in some extra women," and they're like, "This one's never been kissed." I'd be like, "Can you bring on one?" That you know right, has been with like ten, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be like that's, that's been, been kissed with a ten lot. guys yeah I want yeah I want, yeah I want <laughs> someone that's been kissed so many times that she's just you know kind of like you know real chill like this is gonna be like a huge moment in her life you know like this is just gonna be re- relax bring out bring back the vibrator girl I would just be like yeah. anyone who brings right. a vibrator with them I'm cool with vibrator but that's Katie Hannah, but that's Hannah B's friend so they're really close and you know Matt and Hannah B are super close because of the quarantine crew or whatever mm. so I'm I'm wondering if there's like some backstory uh, behind their relationship and bringing her back but the never been kissed thing I hope she's been kissed since because Jesus, like <laughs> she, just, she just keeps going on the Bachelor to get kissed. She's like, it, it can only happen here. On the only TV. way. Give me a break. She's like stunning. I'm like, how? This was how? a choice for sure. Sure. Um. All right. Well, that was awesome. Thank you, Jared, so much for joining us. Um. Make sure you guys are following him at Jared Freed. Listen to his podcast. He's on our You Up podcast and uh, J Train podcast. What else is going on, Jared? That's it. At Jared Freed. I'm screaming at the TV. Um, thank you both for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. And I hope I wasn't too much. And just I just get so excited about this show. I, I, I'm genuinely, <laughs> I'm genuinely exci- invested, excited. And I, I hope, uh, I, I think we're going to have a good season. I, I do think they're bringing in more women because they learned how hard it is to keep um, storylines going in one location. Oh, yeah. that's like, true. So I think like last time with the La Quinta, they're like, man, we didn't even like how many dates could they buy from Walmart? I you mean, know, like it was, like, you know, it was, like, it was getting it was like really pin- bad. Yeah. It was a pinata. Then they got a, you know, a kiddie pool. And it's like, the so pain- I think, they, they were like, figure out your own dates. I felt like Tasha. they were like, <laughs> literally you plan it. I don't know. Sure. So I think this is uh, I think this is a way and they're like, well, we can't switch locations, so we'll just switch people. And I think that's yeah. like the, the bring some the more thought. people in. <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure you guys are following Jared and follow Thank us you. at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. Chris and I are live tweeting and memeing all week, giving you every bit of information that's going down, whether it's breakups, um, new couples, or whatever. So make sure you guys are following us there. But until then, I'm Kay York City. And I'm Pat Carrie Bradshaw. Betches.